We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Come on, side, 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 what up y'all welcome to come on son the podcast oversaw as usual by the one and only combat jack if this this is actually my first show this is usually all audio but now we're going video because i thought it was only right for y'all to see feel smell here do everything i'm at love in case y'all don't know who i am we are celebrating the 50th year of hip-hop so you should already know who I am and what I do and all the rest of that shit. If you don't know, I ain't got time. There's Wikipedia me or some shit. Let me tell y'all something. I'm Googleable, So Google me. Listen, my first guest on my first show, in my opinion, needs no introduction. As a guy that does stand-up comedy myself, I have always had a lot of respect for dudes that don't do anything else but stand-up. When you're able to make a living or for stand-up comedy and stand-up alone. Like, I still do radio. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm so scared to put myself out there just as a stand-up comedy. I still keep my podcast shit and my radio shit in case one day somebody boo me so bad I can never do this shit again. He is one of the original kings of comedy in New York City. He's known all over the country. He's hilarious, and I'm happy to say that I've known him for a long time. He's a friend of mine. Y'all give me a nice round of applause for Capone in the building Thank right you. now, man. Thank Everybody you. in the peanut gallery, y'all ain't talking for Capone. What the fuck is wrong with y'all, son? Dude, we doing, we doing this shit. Just because we on camera don't mean I, everything I'm going to say is going to be on camera. What's up, my nigga? What's up, man? Paul, welcome, man. Welcome, Thank man. You, Ed. You've been Thank doing you. this for a long time time and you are absolutely known as one of the best in the game you are known as the gangster comedy you got team capone how have you been able to maintain such a high standard of comedy over such a long period of time well one of the things uh, i can honestly say is uh being a person from the streets uh you always hear the top Um, I'm, i'm gonna make it to the top when you don't put a ceiling on your comedy or anything that you do in life, you keep going, you expand. See, a lot of people always use the expression of, I'm blowing up. You gotta blow out. It's, it's a thing where you have to understand that up is just one way. And you can always, once you feel that you're at the top, there's no way left to go. Well, when you blow out, you go every single place and you give it your best. And that's what I've been actually lived upon, to never ever just think that I made it to the top and always be at a point where I'm willing to learn something new. How long How long did it take you? I had a conversation with Chris Rock one uh-huh. time. Chris Rock, everybody knows, is a fantastic comedian, right? 
And we was doing this thing called Top 5. He had the movie out called Top 5. Right. So I kind of hung around after we finished doing it, and I asked him, I said, Chris, um, how long did it take you to get your voice? How long did it take you to find out who Capone was? Uh, right away. Really? Right away. And I say that because there was so much hate in the comedy game when I was coming in. People hated me for no reason because I was different. I was, I was a drug dealer, man, and I was from the streets. And uh, trying to make that transition over to become a comedian wasn't really accepted. And while it wasn't accepted, I got this reputation of being arrogant, being, you know, this dude, because I, I spoke my, you know, my feelings, but mm -hmm. my feelings were actually getting hurt by just trying to fit in some place and, and do what I thought the protocol thing to do as a comedian. And, you know, from prison, you deal with real people coming to this, what I call the fake world of thugs or people who just was funny. It was totally different for me. And, uh, I didn't fit in right away. I didn't know how to fit in, but I, I wanted to actually, because I knew I was funny and I knew I was talented, but at the same time, there was no room for fakeness. Where did it come from? Where did, where did your love for humor come from? Who did, who, my, well, who my grandmother always knew I was funny. Okay. Uh, from the time Will Smith had his first show, because I was in the music before this. Okay. And in, my, what, in what capacity? I was a rapper. Okay. Yeah, so... Uh, when Will Smith came out, my grandmother loved that show, and she used to say to me all the time, that, that should have been you. Because, you know, I was in the streets, and I was doing whatever I was doing, and she was like, you're wasting your time out there. You're talented. That should have been you. Right. And finally it clicked, especially after coming home from prison. How long did you do? <laughs> I got sentenced to a one to three. Okay. And that was enough for me. A month was enough for me. <laughs> so, um, you know, I always say this, and especially I say it on stage, you know, you go from making all that money and you get actually to a place where they pay you 40 cents a, a week and a honey bun is 50 cents. You got to wait two weeks to get a honey bun. God that, damn. That, that, <laughs> Shit. Yeah, it's crazy. That will humble you. Yeah. So I was humbled very quick. And even in this business going through, all of the stuff that I went through, it was a humbling experience all the way through, and I still stay humble. And I tell my guys that roll with me, you know, that's the key. Humbleness right. and not arrogant and do things with integrity. Yeah, did you, did you find it, do you find it wild now because you were a street dude that made that move over to comedy? Do you find it weird now when you're looking at shit, you be like, dudes be getting locked up and then all of a sudden the snitch just jump oh, out there. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, when we say times change, they really change. Yeah. Um, but I listened to this guy, uh, with the 6ix9ine dude, uh -huh. about him snitching. And I hate to say it, he made a lot of sense when he talked about what they were doing to him. You know, the average person uh, from our era is not going, we're going to take it as it, they give it. Yeah. But they gave it to him. They slept with his girl. They did all kinds of stuff to him. <laughs> so I, I, I really can't blame him. Right. You know, I, I still live by the codes of the street, but I don't put myself in the position of having to snitch about anybody. I don't want to be around nobody that's negative. I always tell, I always tell everybody, that, everybody, all my friends, Capone, I was telling them, if y'all motherfuckers do something with me in the car, if we riding by, you see somebody you got beef with, you lean out that window and shoot them, uh -huh. the next nigga you better shoot is me. Yeah. As soon as you drop me off, I'm telling. I'm telling. I didn't come out the house for murder. Exactly. I came out the house to go and get something to drink. I ain't come out here for murder. If you do murder, that's on you. I ain't got yeah, nothing to do with that. That's the truth. But I do understand the code of the streets of when you get into something. Right. You're supposed to know the, you know the circumstances behind yeah. the shit. You know there's a possibility that you can go to jail. Right. So if nobody is doing anything 
wrong to you? Why would you sit up there and enjoy all of that company that you have and enjoy that life? And then all of a sudden you turn around and you want to snitch on somebody. Yeah, I agree. The shit is fucked up, son. I agree. Come on, son, son. Cartier, Rolex, Gucci, Prada, Jordan, Adidas, Bottega Veneta. At eBay, it's real or it's getting a fake out eBay's team of luxury authenticators are making sure you never get faked over again. Watches inspected by watch aficionados. Sneakers checked by legit sneakerheads. Handbags examined by handbag connoisseurs. And jewelry in the scope of expert gemologists. These authenticators are leaders in their field with meticulous eyes for making sure your piece arrives as authentic as your style and worthy of your collection. As experts, they know the true difference between a real and a fake. Real carries that rare distinguished feel, the weight of pure platinum, exquisite scent of Togo leather, the tight stitching on a pair of dunks, the brilliance of real diamonds. So rest assured, your Rolex moves just like a Rolex should, and that colorway on your Jordan Royals will always be on point. The details inspected, the fakes rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. And I understand where you were coming from when you was talking about coming from where you came from, coming out of prison, being a drug dealer, jumping into comedy because you always knew you had it in you, the hate that you felt. Right. When you first came in, what the fuck is wrong with comedian, bro? I went through the same shit. You know I yes. went through the oh, same yes, shit. Yes, I do. Coming I do. off that radio, right? Hosting at Carolines, and then deciding. Thank you to people like yourself. Thank mm-hmm. you to people like my cousin Talent. Thank right. you to Rip Michaels for telling me another fine comedian. Ed, you need to start doing stand up. Right. What the fuck is the hate for, bro? Um. And it's still there. Yeah, it is. It is, and that's. That's the insecurities of themselves. A lot of, a lot of comedians are small-minded when they put themselves. They think that you're taking from them, you know. And I, it, it's, it's the best way that I can explain it is because it didn't just happen with our generation. Right. It happened before us, and a lot of people don't know that when we were coming up, the older comedians were hating on us because of Def Jam. Oh, if y'all didn't do Def Jam, y'all wouldn't have got the recognition that y'all got. But so what? Exactly. But that's going on now with the guys who are doing the internet. Our guys are hating on the guys doing the internet because we feel that we paved the way and now you got this camera that can make you do things. You know, even I was a little hated. I was hating a little bit because I didn't understand it. Okay. When you don't understand something, you kind of try to go the easy route. Oh, they not doing like us. But that's hard work to get on that camera and try to make people laugh that's, every day. That's, that's right. work as well. And consistently do yes. this shit. And you, you got to respect that. But are they funny? Some of them are. Majority? Not majority. Some of them. <laughs> <laughs> some of them some are. Some really got some good. Yes, yes. Shit. I, I respect a lot of them. And okay. I, I've talked to a lot of them. And, uh, you know, like DC Youngfly, we under the same agent. Yeah, and shout out to DC Youngfly. Yeah, what up, kid? He's a... Uh, I love that dude, man. I just like, want to say this real quick because you just mentioned DC Young Fly. They had did a reboot earlier this year on Paramount Plus of Young TV Rats, right? So they went out and they did this big search. And not to take anything away from whoever they hired, I told them, go get 85 South. That's what I told them. Wow. Go get DC Young Fly in them because them cats 
They can be self-deprecating. They're not trying to be cooler than everybody right. else in the room. They're really good interviewers. I got a lot of respect for them. Yeah, They're I funny. Agree. I like them dudes yeah, right there. Very, very. Yeah, good and dude. Tell me about them. Team Capone, man. I've been hearing about Team Capone for a long time. I'm trying to figure out why the Ed Lover ain't on Team Capone. <laughs> Tell well, me about Team Capone, fam. Um, it, it stemmed from the early days of hate. And uh, I, made a, I made a committed vow to myself that if I ever became successful, I will reach out to young brothers and give them an opportunity that I never got. And my thing is, I was put in a lot of great places because of my comedy. Like I was the the crowd warmer for Steve Harvey. I was the crowd warmer for Monique, and and um, uh, at the Apollo. Okay. And before I became the host of the Apollo, Whoopi Goldberg is the one who got me the job. Oh wow! You know, um, a lot of people don't know that Susan DePass was my manager. Okay. And Susan DePass so, was a fucking executive producer on Who's the Man? Yeah. Shout out Susan DePass. Yes. <laughs> Love her forever. Love Susan DePass. And so the when I started with Team Component, it was just the Apollo gave me the opportunity to teach these young guys comedy finances. Because I always knew about money. Right. I always knew about timing. And nobody taught me how to have five minutes on set when you're doing a, a show. Right. Or like, you know, comic view and all of that. Or, and nobody told me the money. Or the situations. And so when I started teaching class, I started teaching these young guys. And then I decided that I wanted to do something with young guys because the old guys were kind of like bitter. Right. And when you try to bring in a group of people, and the sad part to me, to be honest with you, I've helped out a lot. And the ones I helped out, they get a little bit and they feel like they made it. Right. And when you get that little bit and you feel like you made it, it was kind of hard for me. And so now I have a really, really solid team. Like the young brother, Brandon Reeves, he actually was the worst ever in my class. Really? When he started because of the fact that he didn't listen. <laughs> he didn't listen. You know, I would tell him how to host and be like, yo, just do it this way. Don't try to be funny. Bring your personality more when you're hosting. Right. And he tried to do the jokes and it, you, it throw people off. It's a difference between hosting. Yes. Yeah, oh, very, my God. Yes. Oh, boy. It's you... a very difference. <laughs> yes, sir. Don't I know that? It's a hell of a. It, the, 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 for me, the biggest difference was as a host, when I step out on stage, it's not on me to be the funniest person. Right. Right. It's on me to make sure that the, the show flows exactly. smoothly. Exactly. Make sure people are having a good time. Introduce right. the next comedian. So, get, get my ass out the way. Even if somebody messed up, it's on you to bring the crowd back yeah, absolutely. together. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. When somebody messed up, Some, he messed ooh, up. Oh, man. This don't <laughs> sound like tumbleweeds in that motherfucker. Don't, you know what I'm talking about? I said, you know, you know you lost the whole crowd when you hear a motherfucker ordering a drink. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let me get a Hennessy. And you still tell a joke? Nah, I it's said, the fry them shit's hard. It's... All flats. You're like, oh, shit. Then you got to come right back out yes. and try to bring that crowd right back up. You're right. That's one of the hardest jobs to do. And then... But to me, the difference between being a featured comedian for me is hosted by Ed Lover to, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Ed, Ed Lover. Lover. Yeah, it's a Ooh. big difference. Yes, sir. It's a big difference. That's tough, bro. Yes. Just you with a fucking microphone. Yes. But uh, the thing is, dude, that you took it serious. And when you take it serious and people don't take you serious, that's a clash. Right. And that's what you have to understand. Nobody thought you would be successful. Just like T.I. Nobody thought T.I. Yeah. would be successful. But he took it serious. What do you think about Tip? I, I love Tip. 
I love him, man. And there was a time I, he tried to get on after me. Uh-huh. You know, he wanted to go on before me. And I said, nah, timing won't let that happen. No disrespect to him, right. but it was the timing of the show. Mm-hmm. And he understood. And, you know, we talked after it. But uh, I just, I respect anybody who takes it serious. Yeah, and he is taking it yes, seriously, exactly. Too. And he's helping out a lot of young brothers, too. Yeah, he's taking the and shit so seriously. I, I, I respect that a lot. And he understands what it means to fail. And you have to understand what it means to fail before right. you can grow. Exactly. And he didn't give up when he failed. Right. That's that's important to me. Yeah, he had to keep that shit going, man. Yes. Who do you, who, how did y'all start? And tell me why y'all started the New York Kings of Comedy. The New York Kings started with... Uh, each one of us guys, because we felt like we uh, we ran the city. Okay. I, I had the Bronx locked down. Talent pretty much had downtown, or you could say Midtown locked down. Rob Stapleton, he was another Bronx dude. And Gerald Kelly was just funny. Not that he had any rooms locked down, and at the time it was Drew. Drew was right. really heavy in Brooklyn. Yes, sir. Shout out to so, Drew Fraser, y'all. Yes. So with that, we just came to an agreement. Hey, let's let's start touring together. Okay. And we got into a lot of flack, a lot of litigation with the name. Really? Yeah. From yeah. the original Kings of yeah. Comedy? Yeah. And then uh, I'll say it on tape, find out that that wasn't even there. Jerry Lewis is the owner <laughs> of the original Kings of Comedy. So, so the, <laughs> the yeah. Kings of Comedy are coming after y'all for saying the New York Kings of Comedy. Yes. And they ain't own the shit. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and so we, uh, you know, we didn't expect it to blow up that big where right. we would go through. We were just guys who wanted to do shows together and make make some money. But right. it blew up. It blew up real big. And it kind of hurt us a little bit when the lawsuit started coming in because now you got me. Come on, son, son. This Ed Lover podcast is being done in conjunction with Cigars International. Make sure you check out CigarsInternational.com for all your cigar needs. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced, engineered, and edited by Cam Quotes and Krista Hayes. Recorded out of Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast brought to you by Ed Lover. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.